Are you brave enough to deactivate your Facebook account? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, Worship Team's leaders and friends, what is going on? Brandon Dempsey here. Great to have you back on our Worship Team Training Podcast, the word of the week. It has been way, way too long, my friends. And yes, I've taken the plunge in disconnecting myself from Facebook. Could you do that? Could you also deactivate your account from Twitter, Instagram, whatever? Uh, Tell you what, there's been a lot of freedom that I've had in my life of just making things simple. Are you willing to do the same? Before we jump into that, just want to say a great big thank you for all of our members right here at Worship Team Training University watching the video now on the Word of the Week. Welcome back. Great to have you. And also our faithful subscribers to Worship Team Training that you have downloaded this podcast from iTunes, iHeart, and Alexa. Thank you so much. If you're brand new, welcome. And we ask that you hit the subscribe button to wherever that you're listening to. And also like us, share us out to all your friends. Be sure to check out worshipteamtraining.com. That is worshipteamtraining.com. I have a habit saying it too quickly. I'm sorry. Also, WTTU.co. Please check both those sites out. You can catch the rest of all of our postings and that brand new website that's coming out with new postings and everything else at worshipteamtraining.com. Find us on Instagram at worshipteamtraining. Like us and share our content on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash worshipteamtraining. Follow our Bible highlights on Uversion. Again, Worship Team Training, Brandon Dempsey. Interact and follow, follow us on Twitter at WorshipTT and WorshipTTU. Be sure to sign up for the Monday Morning Digest that comes to your inbox every Monday if you are a member here at the university or just a regular subscriber to Worship Team Training. Go to the homepage at WorshipTeamTraining.com and put your email in there and you'll get back at a, a devotional written by me. And uh, members, we want to remind you this week, be sure to catch the training that's going to happen this week, Monday morning, Worship Bible Study, the article of the week, and also this week's most favorite, well, it's hard to say favorite because we have a lot of favorites here, but our special, special guest, Thursday training video with Andy Rozier with Vertical Worship. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't mean to say with vertical, meaning not the whole band is coming, but Andy is coming. And maybe uh, we are going to be having Andy back. Maybe we will have um, some other uh, guys and gals from his team. It'd be great. Let's jump into the word of the week. Here it is, the word of the week. Basics. What does this mean for you? Now, I talked about deactivating my account from Facebook. Yes, it really happened. (laughs) And... And I tell you what, it was so hard. But you know what's cool is that my wife has said, you know what, if Brandon, if you do it, I'll do this with you. And I was like, wow, I got nothing to lose because, you know, if I have a partner here that's going to do this with me, then I won't feel so bad when she's scrolling through her updates and I can't, you know, or I don't want to or whatever. So actually, it has been, let me just tell you, it has been the most uh, weirdest experience and the most free, freeing experience of all time because I don't feel like I always have to be connected except for or to my family. So let's jump into what basics 
What does basic mean to you? It could mean unplugging yourself from something else. It could be simplifying other things in your life, in your worship ministry, whatever. Here's a definition. Uh, forming an essential foundation or starting point. Ooh, I love that. Fundamental, certain basic rules that must be followed, must be obeyed. Laying down the arms of is basic to the agreement. An offering consisting of minimum requirements uh, without the elaboration of luxury. I mean, wow, if you really want to get deep with that. Uh, so if you get this article, uh, members, by the way, pick up the Word of the Week article because you get the full content of what I'm reading right here um, besides the video watching. So uh, you guys out there that are just listening to the podcast, make sure that you also go to WTTU.co, become a member, and get more content. Scripture of the Week, what is it? Well, it comes from John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the question of the week, how do you get back to the basics? How do you get back to the basics? For me, I let you know that I started out with, you know, ditching Facebook for a while. And yes, that does mean it affects our shows. And in a really awesome way, we've talked about this among our staff and we thought, you know, what, what would be the idea if we did this? It's going to change a lot of things if we do it this way. But if we did, what would be some of the benefits? Already, we're seeing benefits of a very high-quality produced show for our members. And the interviews are a lot more intimate. They are a lot more solid. And honestly, I don't feel rushed by the clock. Now, we may do some live events from here to there with you know video, but... Um, you know, we've done this for a long time, and it's time that we've changed gears just to see what this is like. I mean, so when I am right now to you teaching about going back to basics, it's because we're doing it ourselves. I'm doing it myself personally. So I don't know about you, but increasingly every day we're swarmed with new technology, new pressures, the stress of keeping up. Uh, what do I do with this new app on my phone that I'll never use in six months again? Uh, why is there another phone update now, right? I just downloaded one yesterday. Uh, what must I do to keep these notifications from going off every second? And why is my phone ringing? Um, going to voicemail. So it's all around us. Advancement, trends, change. Not that it's all bad, but not that it's all good. But how do these things really affect you? Do you think you really need them or not? My question, among others. The other day I purchased and I thought it was the best. What This item, the product that I purchased, I thought it was the best. You know, and, and only to find out that it required much more time to learn about it, more time to make it work, the accommodations in my day to learn it. And yes, it had all the fascinations of bells and whistles, and at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, yeah, as cool as it was, I still sat, it still sat there in the corner, not doing anything. Um, not this lovely guitar behind me, by the way, because I'm just, I've been practicing with it. Uh, but other things, and it's funny, the very thing that you wish you had a week ago that's now yours, but what do you do with it? You got it in your hands, but now what? So, 
either I, I thought about it and it's either because we become so desensitized to our technology of the day or we really don't care about it anymore maybe we're just too busy to sit down and even to enjoy it um, the simpler things in life you know what about that I remember when we first bought our home they came in and they installed our cable service um, you know and Comcast is who we have here in the south and as cool as it was even of all the upgrades that they've made throughout the year the first time though when they installed it it was like wow I mean this is great high speed internet great TV you know great movies just awesome right but now they're coming out with updates every week it seems like every month they come out here to our home they upgrade systems they upgrade systems to our studio and it's kind of like oh okay well now we're only running at 250 megabytes per second for internet as opposed to 200 it's like well I, big deal I don't see the, I don't see the difference you know um, maybe our prayers have changed too because the same rate that I think that we ask for things that we want that we ask ourselves or our families or whatever what we want to do in life what we want to get right but what about our prayers to God um, how simple are they? I mean, we know that we have a, a loving God who gives us what he desires, but maybe our prayers need not to be for God to give us what we want, but to help us enjoy what we have. I mean, how does this relate to our walk? All right. Your worship relationship with God. How does this relate to our ministries and leading up worship? Plenty. Our worship team training university members know it's not about what we have, but it's about how we use what we already have. You desire, but you do not have, so you kill, you covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. James 4 2 and then it goes on to say because you ask amiss other translations say that I think maybe we need to be asking God to help us return to what is simple and maybe because we're not asking God is maybe we're not also asking the right questions to God maybe we don't have what we we don't have what we want it's not only because we're asking but James is telling us it's because of your motives Maybe our motive isn't right. We read earlier, we read earlier in John 1, 1 through 3, in the beginning was the Word, right? The Word, Jesus himself is light. Can this be any simpler? My son asked me yesterday, Daddy, what's heaven going to be like? And I said, well, it's, it's going to be bright. It's going to be all light. And he said, well, I don't understand. And I said, okay, think about the brightest light bulb, the brightest light you can ever imagine in a room, and it's on all the time, and there's, no, there's never any darkness. It's just simple. Even for a child to understand, just turning on a light is simple. So over this past month and a half, like I've been telling you, I pulled up back away from everything, and you've, like I said, you've noticed some of these changes. And what's cool about it is that we're building in a lot more meat 
into our membership. So members get ready for that because a lot is coming as we work through this transitional time. For those of you who do not know, my family and I are relocating from Houston, Texas to the awesome, most famous, biggest, largest music live capital of the world, Austin, Texas. And I have been serving at a church up there in which I'm worship pastor over three campuses. And yes, it's a busy job. At the same time, here, spending my time with you, worship team training in university is my love, just as much as it is serving in our own church. And so we're relocating. We've been taking about, you know, the uh, umpteen number of weeks, it feels like, of transitioning, relocating, um, traveling, all that stuff. And so that's what we've been up to. And personally, you know, it was like, okay, if I have this much going on in my life right now, and, um, and as I said, again, members, we're building in more content. So January, expect a lot because we're going to take this time to groundswell everything we're doing now and to lift off the first of the year in 2019. So everybody be ready for that. Workshops, I'll talk about that stuff later. <clears throat> but personally, I came to the thought of, you know, my board came to me, my closest people came to me, my mentors came to me and said, hey, I think, you know, if you got this going on and, and you're going to be relocating Brandon and all this great stuff, well, what about if you just simplified other things in your life? And so, as I said before, Facebook, among other things, were just a few of them. And it was like, ah, you know, who, who would believe such a thing of why would he do that? I can't believe he's doing such a thing. I mean, well, why not? I realized that we are moving as a generation, as worship leaders, from week to week. We're moving too much and too fast. I don't want to prepare my steps just to hit a wall, right? So it's time to come back, sit down, and dial down. So what does that mean? Come back. Come back to what? Come back to the light. Psalms 119, 130 says, The unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. The teaching of your word gives light, so even the simple can understand. Light is simple. It's basic. As I mentioned to you about the conversation with my son, the basic understanding of light is that, well, without it, all things are dark. As in our lives with Christ, without him, all is dark. He fills our room with light, supplies our homes and lives with brightness. We have energy. We have sustenance. So why should we contend with the dark? Why should we be so quick of the allure of the world of things that appear shinier and maybe brighter than Jesus himself? He is our light, our guide, our comfort, in whom there is no darkness. There is no fear. There is no uncertainty. There is no pain. There is no mistake. And best of all, There's no condemnation. Sit down. When was the last time that you really wrapped yourself up into God's Word? And I don't just mean having a great time in Bible study in your Sunday or midweek group. I don't even mean times during a sermon or special. I mean the time you spend alone with Jesus when it's just you and Him. Sitting at God's feet is the most simplest yet hardest thing us humans can do. Why? We all have trouble staying still. I mean, I think about our five-year-old 
And this is this just like cracks me up. You know, he's in pre-K, and the teachers now are introducing this new curriculum, and they're trying to teach a bunch of four and five-year-olds. And we get notes every now and then that say, well, the little one here that you have won't sit still for more than five minutes. And my wife and I just look and laugh at each other. You're probably laughing right now if you have kids. It's like, well, they're five. They don't know how to sit still. It doesn't even exist in their vocabulary or their motor skills for that matter. I mean, you know, so that's just human nature. I mean, we we all have a hard time letting things just be. But I think really that's where God wants us, right? We don't like to be the person last in line. We got to be ahead. It's like, well, look, we're, we're entering right now uh, the ungodly season of what? Uh, Black Friday, right, bef- you know, right after Thanksgiving. Everybody's got to be first to get the $10 DVD player because they say that they got it for free. You know, is it really worth it? I mean, but think about being the first in line versus the one at the last seat. This is where Jesus comes and lifts you up if you take the lowliest seat and says, come up here. Well, where is that? I find that it's in the lap of our Father who holds us close as like a child. That can't get any simpler. Dial down. Turn off the distractions. Look, if what maybe you need to do to re-engineer your life and simplifying it, maybe you do need to go off Twitter. Try it for a week. Try not updating anything on Instagram for even a day. And just feel how weird it feels, you know? I mean, you know, and yeah, deactivate. I've had many friends that have said, I too deactivated my Facebook account. It's like we've had it ever since the conception of it. It's like, it just, to me, I'm sorry, but it just, it bores me. I mean, the only thing that we use Facebook for really is communicating with you, worship team training in our university. Other than that, from a personal standpoint, I really don't even use it. I mean, I just upload photos of like our kids, you know, Barfing, or you know, food on their face, or they, somebody tripped, or something, or a goofy picture with the kids, and all that stuff is great, you know. But really, it's like I don't read the feeds, I don't read the news, and I'm sorry. I mean, I know that some people really get into that, but I just found that for me, it just you know, I had to do to get things out of my life that were competing for my attention. And I'm glad that I did because now I'm actually finding myself replacing that time spent with my wife, with our children, with our church, with our friends. And let me tell you, it has opened up so much good in me. I, you know, you may be watching the video, maybe even as you're hearing my voice, one of my staff members yesterday said to me, you know, you do sound more slowed down. And that's because I've learned how to dial down, and I'm still learning it. So I say turn off the, the distractions, cut down on the apps, downloading, streaming, updating, whatever. Take this simple invitation by what the Lord says in Proverbs 9.4. Let all who are simple come to my house. Come to the house of God. That's right. 
He's right there at your door. He's made his place right in your room. He's prepared a place for you to go to pray at night in front of your bed, on the floor. He's truly found, he is truly found in the secret place, in his treasuries, in the secret of the Most High God. We find his beauty, wonder, awesomeness, but also we find refuge, peace, and healing. So I say to you, friends, worship leaders, worship teams, come back to the basics, the basics of God, Scripture, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. See what difference he makes when you truly hear him speak, singing songs of deliverance over the noise of the world, and be calm as the seas that Jesus spoke to and said, peace, be still. Doesn't that sound feel so good when we come back to the basics of God and I'm speaking from my own personal standpoint we also come back to the basics of ourselves once again finding it's about finding our true need of God and finding his true place in our lives so come back here's some reflection and further questions scripture How am I present in his word? Maybe your relationships. Have they been cut off because I'm too busy? What about going deeper? How is God calling me and how can I get there? Focus. Jesus, help me to see with your eyes, not my own, but to see myself in the way that you love me. That could be a prayer for you. Relationship ministry. That was a word that was thrown out also by staff, and I was just kind of, wow. Relationship ministry means how can I restore, nurture, befriend, build into those relationships by living out the basics? How about a closing prayer? Dear God, help me to become more simple and the way that I live life and the way that I daily take a step with you. Help me to become detached from the things that are trying to pull me under with the rest of the world that I do not need to be. Lord, Father, if you called me to be a worship leader or a team member in the way that you design, then, Father, let that root take hold within me so that all that produces is fruit that just glorifies you. And everything else that's dead or that needs to be pruned off may that take effect now so that I could be clean before you. God, thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. And guys, we thank you. Hey, I ask you, just as you heard in this podcast, do you agree with all that was spoken here or do you disagree? Have I helped you open your eyes to something or am I not seeing something myself? Maybe I left something out. Maybe a question that you have. Then hit me up at WorshipTT on Twitter. You can PM me on Instagram at Worship Team Training. Even better, email me that Brannon, B-R-A-N-O-N at worshipteamtraining.com. That's Brannon at worshipteamtraining.com. And as far as our workshops that I started to speak about, would you like to have that personal time and customized attention just for your worship team and learn what it means to have an intuitive and fun, creative way to step up the skills and heart of your worship team. And best of all, we come to you. 
you want to check out worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. Also, you want to look at our university program and our mentoring program. Our mentoring program consists of a 10-week or even just an a la carte study um, that I meet with you by phone or by video to talk about your ministry path, help you create a blueprint from start to finish. We have a book that goes along with it and an intense study that meets with you one-to-one in your ministry needs. Also, check out our university that I've been mentioning about. We are here to aspire excellence, elevate your skill, transform your ministry, and you can do that from any device that you have by logging into wttu.co, a program, membership, on-demand videos and articles and other content, webinars, and so much more, and downloads right at your fingertips to equip and to empower yourself as a ministry leader or volunteer. Members, be sure to check out our calendar coming up on the events page and see what is happening and the new people that are coming. I mentioned Andy Rosier. You don't want to forget that for this coming week. Uh, you can find all those events at wttu.co slash events. And guys, we encourage you to become a member if you haven't already. Uh, if you like this podcast, I humbly ask you to give us a five-star rating on iHeartRadio and iTunes and even better, share this podcast with a friend. We hope that you're encouraged from this word of the week and to be transformed by the leading of worship. And remember, friends, friends, you don't need to be perfect. Just let God transform the way that you live life and the way that you lead worship. I'm Brandon Dempsey of Worship Team Training and Worship Team Training University. See you next time. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.